0: Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At go to shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40 plus locations, get same-day install.
1: For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on com now.
0: Joining us now via the 101 ESPN hotline. Mason, we appreciate the time today, man. I know you're a very busy guy down there. How you doing today?
2: You know, I'm doing fantastic. You know, I really appreciate y'all having me. You know, uh, just got to the field, getting ready for another day. Uh, You know, just looking forward to it.
0: Mason, one thing that I wanted to ask you about is when we talk about you with anybody around the Cardinals – they don't talk necessarily first about your on-field ability, although that is quickly brought up. They talk about who you are as a person inside of the clubhouse and how people inside of the clubhouse gravitate towards you. Your energy, your infectious personality. Where's that come from? Where's that energy and that personality come far, from for you?
2: Uh, I mean, honestly, I think it's just me being from Houston and being from Texas. I mean, I've always been, you know, playing a lot of sports, being real competitive, made made a lot of friends throughout, you know played three sports growing up and um you know I've always been very talkative very high energy but you know especially baseball wise you know it's uh you know a lot of fans don't think it's a lot of fun so I try my best to make it as much fun on and <laughs> off the field as possible
0: is that something that you bring onto the field with you we've seen that with guys like Lars Newpar Harrison Bader where they play with that energy and they talk about how that's something that's important to them is is that the case for you as well
2: oh 100% I mean for me it's uh you know if I'm playing dead I'm probably you know, just just not right for the day. I think me being high energy, laughing, joking, talking to my teammates. I try to try to keep everybody involved. Um, you know, if the if the pitcher, you know, if he likes when I talk to him, then I'll talk to him every pitch. If not, you know, I'll just talk to my guys out in the outfield or on the infield. Just keep every, keeping everybody on their toes. But but yeah, it's uh, you know, I'm I, I've been called the Energizer Bunny a few times. That's just, that's just something that kind of that kind rolls with me. It's, it's something that comes with uh, my game.
1: So, Mason, at the beginning of this season and, of course, last year, a lot of fans saw you and Jordan Walker just continue to develop and grow through the system together. I imagine you two being together on a team is kind of like a party for your teammates around. Am I right there?
2: Oh, 100%. I mean, I've uh, I've heard Jordan's a little bit more quiet when I'm not around. But... <laughs> You know, anytime, anytime I'm there, I kind of force him to talk and, you know, we get going and it's always a good time on the field with him. I mean, watching him play the game day in and day out is, is a lot of fun and, you know, I think seeing that in the big leagues has been a lot of fun this year. I can't wait to, you know, we're, we're towing that line together.
1: And that's what I was going to ask, Mason. I'm sure you keep track of how Jordan's doing throughout the season, but does that motivate you even more to try and get to the bigs when you see what Jordan Walker's doing?
2: Oh, 100%. I mean, we, uh, you know, we talk quite often. We play... Uh, basketball 2k a lot so we're always talking mess on there but you know once once i get there and you know see that guy and the rest of the teammates up there i'm sure it'll it'll be you know a dream come true i'm i'm just you know i'm getting excited just thinking about it a little bit but nah yeah he's he's my guy so anytime we're on the same field together it's a lot of fun who's the better 2k player between you and jordan walker uh no doubt me i mean i'm a you know i it's it's funny. I'm the short guy and he's the big guy, but I I usually end up making a center and he makes a point guard. So you know, I gotta I gotta carry the squad on my back a little bit.
0: Mason Wynn joining us here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Mason, I wanted to talk a little bit about you on the field this year. I mean, since May, you've been on a complete tear down in Memphis, and we don't get to see all of the games, but we've heard a lot about it. Batten 300 since May. What has what has helped for you offensively? What's clicked since early May for you?
2: Uh, I, you know, I started off the season real rough, and then uh, made a a stance adjustment, a little bit more upright now, I'm working more towards the ball swinging with some more authority. You know, I think, uh, you know, a lot of players like myself, you know, not the biggest guy in the world, we get into the mindset that we have to be the single guy, we have to walk, we got to get on base for our teammates, but. I think some sometime throughout the year, I want to say Indianapolis, our hitting coach just came up to me and was like, Dude, you can you're a guy that can drive the ball into the gas and drive the ball to the fence and you know I kind of got that back into my head, kind of kind of a high school mindset and started swinging for it a little bit more, and I think uh, I think that's the biggest difference. I think it's just really a confidence boost that I need it.
1: Speaking of confidence, Mason, in, in a matter of a season going from last year to this year, you transitioned quick through A ball to Double A to Triple A. As a player, what have you learned about yourself going through those three different levels of the minors?
2: Uh, you know, I've definitely I've definitely noticed that when I when I get to a place, I usually start off a little rough, and then you know once I catch up to the game speed and, and get some games under my belt, I'm usually pretty good. But uh, I think a bit, the biggest thing I've noticed. Is that at each level? I mean, it's still just baseball. I was facing, I was facing 99 to 100 in low A, high A, double A, and now in triple A. So it's, it's the same game at each level. They still have to throw it over the plate.
0: Mason, we we see the numbers. We, we see what the development has looked like from the outside looking in. You're the one that's actually going through it, though, on a day to day basis. The development of what the grind looks like as you're trying to get through the minor leagues. Tell us a little bit about your development as a hitter and with Russ Steinhorn and some of the other guys that have uh, been involved with your hitting development. What has that that process been like? Take us through some of that process.
2: It's been good. I mean, coming coming out of high school, going to the alt side. you know, I had a very, very little league high school swing, definitely uppercut style that, you know, I might have worked in, in high school when you're facing 80-mile-an-hour heaters, but whenever we're facing, you know, 97-mile-an-hour rise balls, uh, some changes got to gotta be made. So, like you said, Stein, Russ Steinhorn really helped me a lot, and another big name for me has been Daniel Nicolaisen. He's with the big league team now, but... Uh, he's a big analytic guy and, and kind of knows the numbers and you know I know my body so us mixing together i think has really helped and you know anytime he comes in town um last year and, and he was my hitting coach in low way just him kind of setting up some video and, and helping me look throughout my swing I'm more of a visual learner so uh, it's been it's been really big for me i think he's been a big reason why um I'm at where i'm at
0: Mason, you said that dirty word here in St. Louis. Some of the fans hear the word analytics and immediately turn it off. When you are at the plate or when you're going through your pregame prep and they hand you some of those numbers that you're going through, is there stuff that you gravitate towards and then others you're like, you know what, you can leave that be there. That's not something that I need to be thinking about at the plate. What's that process like as you get some of those numbers put in front of you?
2: For sure. I mean, I think myself-wise, uh, I like to look at my strikeouts. You know, I'm me being a uh, you know top of the lineup or just not the biggest power hitter in the world. I don't need to be striking out a whole bunch, so I, that's a big number I look at. And um, you know, I, I usually like to look at the pitcher we're facing. Um, there's a stat called vertical approach angle, which is how the fastball is entering the zone. And you know, if it's a if it's a low number, I know it's going to be a really hoppy guy. You know, a guy with a fastball with a lot of ride. So you know, got to stay on top of that. But No, I try not to look too much at numbers. I mean, other than that, those are really the two stats that I look at. Other than that, I think it's, you know, it's just a lot of eyewash.
1: Mason, the other element of your offensive game that I know has a lot of people excited is your speed. I think last night you had a triple for Memphis. Do you know in games how much of a difference maker and a difference factor that your speed is?
2: Oh hundred percent I mean you know you got you got a guy like Luke and Baker over there at first base i mean he probably he probably couldn't play shortstop so uh for me i think i think speed is the biggest for me while I'm on defense you know i try to i try to wear the lightest cleats I can possible to try to make every play I can i think uh, covering ground and i i think it's pretty well known that if i can if I get to the ball the dude should be out of first base so for me I think speed is the biggest biggest on defense that's where i, I usually try to I really lock it in.
1: What about on the base path, Mason? Have you have you taken a different approach in terms of attempting to steal bases or taking those extra bases when the ball's put in play?
2: Oh, 100%. I mean, going from first on a on a single, if I'm stealing, you know, if I'm on the move or a double or something like that. Stealing wise this year, I haven't been running too much, but um, you know, I think it's definitely a big. You know, got to get some of the guys behind me some stakes. I mean, if I'm on first base and they hit a double, I'm trying to get. You know, whatever hitter that is, I'm trying to get him a ribby every time.
0: Mason Win is our guest for just another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Mason, who do you emulate as a player, if anybody? Is there a guy that you watched growing up where you say, you know, that that I tried to take some pieces of his game and implement that into who I am as a player?
2: Well, funnily enough, I actually grew up probably the biggest Marcus Stoneman fan in the world. I think uh, his mindset, you know, obviously him being a pitcher, but. Um, his, his, you know, his catchphrase, height doesn't measure heart. I mean, that's that's really stuck with me for a long time, especially up here. I mean, you got some donkeys on every team, so I'm never gonna be the biggest guy on the field. But you know, I like to play with with a lot of heart. I like to play really hard, a lot of energy. Um, and then I think on the position side, you know, I'm I'm from Houston, so I was a big Jose Altuve fan. So, and once again, he's another short guy. So just watching watching how he plays the game. I mean, he's got some juice. He can run. You know, plays defense, plays hard. Um, that's those two guys have been have been really big for me growing up
1: mason final one from me and, and we're all hoping and anticipating your call up at some point before the end of this season if and when that happens this year what are you hoping to i don't want to say accomplish but just get a taste of before the season ends this this year
2: yeah i mean if i think if i do get called up this year I'm i'm really just looking forward to getting my feet wet and you know, trying to compete up there with the best. I mean that's that's where I think I belong long term. So you know I'm gonna have to catch up to seed up there and, you know, try to try to get my feet planted and, and stick up there for a long time.
0: Mason, final thing, we'll get you out of here on this. You're talking to a lot of Cardinals fans right now on the radio here in Saint Louis. If you could have one message for Cardinals fans about Mason Wynn's future in Saint Louis, what would it be?
2: Oh, it's bright. It's bright for sure. I uh you know, since I got drafted, I mean the fans to me have been—I I can't, you know—I'm a little biased. I think we do have the best fans in the world, but you know, as far as how they've treated me and how the support that they've put out, you know, I mean it's, it's been fantastic. And you know, I just—I want to put on a show each and every day for for everyone that's watching, you know. If they might only be able to come in one game, you know, I want that one game. I want them to see something special out of Masonville.
0: One thing we got to have you work on: when you get up here to St. Louis, Mason, you got to do what Patrick Mahomes did in Kansas City. You got to get a Whataburger to the St. Louis area. All right, you got to work
2: on oh, that. Oh, got to, got to. Come on,
0: <laughs> yeah. Bring multiple of them if you don't mind, Mason. We need a lot of them around. Mason, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for hopping on with us today. We're looking forward to being able to watch you on a nightly basis here in St. Louis. Keep doing your thing down
2: in uh, Memphis, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Appreciate you guys. Thank you all so much.